You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about how to get the most value from the Now platform. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Dries. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about ServiceNow value acceleration solutions that include expert services, training, and impact. Today, I'm really pleased to welcome Tony Huen from our uh, Canadian office, from the Toronto office. Hi, Tony. It's really nice to talk to you. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Awesome. So you are a business process consultant at ServiceNow. And before we get into what that means, um, I I want to ask a little bit about your background. And the reason I invited you, actually, I should say this, is um, because I wanted to showcase some of the roles within expert services. Uh, some of our customers don't know that expert services is the organization that that allows us to implement ServiceNow solutions for our customers. So I decided that it'd be great to have some of uh, those folks that work in expert services come on the show and talk about what they do for a living. So you're a business process consultant, as I said, but before you came to ServiceNow, what did you do? How did you get here? Yeah, I'd love to share with you a little bit of my journey uh, in my career and, and especially in the ServiceNow ecosystem. And even, you know, before that, right, I, I came from a very technical background and I used to be a developer um, as I started my career. And somewhere along the way, um, you know, I had a great mentor, I had a great um, coach at the time where, you know, they realized, she realized that, hey, you know, Tony, you're really good at talking to people and and understanding and being empathetic and compassionate about the, the things that you're building from a, from a developer standpoint, would you be interested in doing more of, you know, uh, a business analyst, business systems analyst type of role going into architecture and, and looking at, you know, working with customers and being that, that, the uh, filling in that gap between technology and people. Right. And, mm-hmm. That allowed me to kind of explore that area and and and, and really utilize my strengths in in um, talking to people and understanding people and being empathetic, but also having a very strong technical background to then bridge the gap between the two and be that conduit, right, between the two um, the, the the two systems or the two bodies, right, right. Uh, and and that's what it was like. Oh, maybe I found myself a niche where I can, you know, be that, that person that bridges the gap between people processes and processes, sorry, and, and technology. Right. Um, and uh, really that's where my career kind of took off. And from there, I, I went into, you know, owning, starting as a customer, it's, you know, a ServiceNow customer, uh, learn the platform that way, playing the role that I played, a similar role there and, and own the platform there from that perspective. And, from there, I decided, you know, maybe it's time for me to see how other people implement ServiceNow, how other people use ServiceNow, or maybe take my knowledge that I had as a customer and try to bring my experience into other implementations, right? Which kind of led me into the partner ecosystem where I um, implemented ServiceNow across our product stack uh, to uh, our, the customers, our customers here in Canada, right, uh, and mm-hmm. try to grow our our footprint in, in Canada as well, and our practice growth in Canada, and 
um, you know, did that for a couple of years. And then, you know, the opportunity came a knocking to, to allow me to come to service now, the, the mothership, if you will. And um, I took the, seized the opportunity to be here. And I've been here for just over a year and a half and, you know, been loving my, loving my journey here at service now. It's been awesome. That's fantastic. So you came, you said about a year and a half ago, and you came in as a business process consultant. What, I mean, for those who don't know, and we also call this, you know, internally BPC. So in case we, we mention that for our listeners, that's, that's who we're referring to. What does that mean exactly? I mean, if I, you know, if I just look at the title, I don't necessarily understand what that means and what do you do? Yeah, it's it's a, it's an excellent question. Um, and really, uh, when you think of it, I I think of a BPC. And just going back to what we were just discussing earlier, right? Is is uh, a person or a consultant or practitioner that um, it, it's someone who can bridge that gap between technology, people, and processes, right? And so, what does that mean? So, think of it. You think of your day to day role right and you're you're using you, you've got technology all around you right mm-hmm. and you're following some sort of a process and you've got people right those are the three main components and my role is to use how do i use service now the technology right to enable the people that use their processes right and so um, how can I build you a workflow? How can I understand your processes and map them into how ServiceNow works and, and, and be able to uh, enable and automate some of the things that you're doing today to make your life easier, right? Mm-hmm. To make your life simpler, right? right. Think of, you know, uh, before, if you needed access to a uh, website or uh, an application, you'd have to, you know, Type old school way, you'd fill out a, a spreadsheet or you'd fill out a PDF form in person and writing, right? You, you scan it, you print it, and then you send it over to Jane over in IT. She vets it, gets an approval, some rubber stamp approval, and then she passes off to John, uh, you know, who, who actually does the provisioning, right? And that whole life cycle, that whole process, right? That, that takes, you know, days, if not weeks. Right. And, and then har- harnessing the power of what we do as a workflow company in service. Now we've just effectively remove all those different roadblocks and condense something that may take weeks into matter of minutes, if not hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's where I help organizations. My role um, helps goes into an organization, understand how they work currently and then how do I layer how they work currently to what ServiceNow does, right? Into the, the confines of the constraints of the Now platform. So it's right? almost like you're doing a translation, right? From their process to, well, how does it fit with our technology? How can we Absolutely. translate your, your process into a workflow that is going to make your life easier, right? And make everything faster, probably, obviously, yeah. right? Okay, so you you sort of do that translation. You talk to our customers to understand how they work, how their businesses work, and you take that, and then what happens? Yeah, and then we we you know what I like to do is I like to do a, a transformation, right? Because mm-hmm. you know any or any organization that we go into, especially ones that are have been matured, you know, over the over many years, 
their, you know, their processes were once something and I started as something small, then became larger, you know, it, it just kind of started adding and adding and adding and compounding, compounding, compounding to this point where uh, a simple process, sorry, a simple process has now become such a big convoluted one where you have so many different parts and and so many different touch points with different teams, with different systems, with everything. So how can I look at that? chaos that 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 beautiful mess that you've built in your organization and start picking apart the key the key touch points and then optimizing it and making it and simplifying it right and and making it easier and then that's from the process perspective and now how do we take that and then layer it into ServiceNow and use ServiceNow to enable that process that newly optimized process um, to enable to allow the people that are going to be using the technology in the process to make their day and or make their life easier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right? And so that's why when I really talk about a BPC, I always talk about those three concepts, right? It's, just, it's the, really the intersection between the people, the process, and the technology. That makes sense. And so do you focus on a specific product area or... Does it not really matter? Because when you're just looking at the process overall, right? And then and then you decide based on what the customer has purchased, what what's going to work for them, or or do you have a focus on a specific product? Yeah, yeah. So uh, excellent question. Yeah. So my role here at ServiceNow, I'm focused um, everything under our customer and industry workflow products, right? So what does that mean? That's our customer service management. That's our field service mm-hmm. management and all of our industry vertical solutions, right? So our telco solution, our manufacturing solution, our healthcare solution, our public sector solution, right? And my goal or my work is to really focus on transforming, for example, customer service organizations. So how can customer service organizations um, be more effective, mm-hmm. right? How do they how do they communicate to their customers? How do they, on the back end, talk to their IT teams, right? How do we transform that business to ensure that, you know, customer service is the number one thing, right? If you don't have great customer service, then you're not, you, you, you fail, like you, you lose that revenue, right? And sure. you lose, and, and you lose trust, right? And right. of customer. Right. And, and so that's very important to have that, um, that, that touch point and, and making sure that's the most effective and the most, uh, the greatest experience that they can have. Don't, don't add extra layers of friction. Don't add extra, don't make it difficult, right. For a customer. Right. And, and that's what we try to, to do is to make that simple enough for the customer. So they keep coming back. Right. So. Right. So in, in your time at service now, or even, you know, in your previous experience, I presume you've talked to a lot of different customers. Is there, any insight that you bring from one experience to another, from talking to all these customers? Are they all different in size, in in industry? And you know, how can you talk to to that a little bit? Yeah. It's I I, I love that. I love that I'm able to work across different industries. Right. I think that's a big advantage for any consultant or any practitioner that gets that opportunity. Right. Especially customer service. I'll give like right. customer service exactly. is not customer service is not it's 
industry agnostic in a way. Correct. Right? You you need good customer service regardless of what you're getting, right? Or selling, right? Absolutely. Right. And so it, I get to work, you know, like I said, in my past, I've worked in, you know, I get to work in telco, I've worked for big telcos, I've worked for, um, uh, worked with uh, financial services, I've worked with, you know, manufacturing, food services, travel agencies, everything, you know, it's all these different industries that you get to work on. And, and, and what's the underlying, they all have customer service, and you need to have mm-hmm. customer service, right, one way, right. shape or another. Um, and so it's very advantageous for someone like me to be able to work with across industries because then I get to understand how they work um, and what makes them unique, right? Um, build unique solutions, but also be able to put take that uniqueness and put that into my tool belt and say, hey, you know what? I've seen this in the other industry that's worked for them. Can we see if we can try to emulate it in this industry, right? Mm-hmm. For example. So I think I see that as a big advantage for someone, any practitioner that's able to, to work across industry like that and take ideas and concepts and, and see if they can replicate or, or emulate it across other industries that they get to work in, right? So, um, can, can you think of an example? And certainly you don't have to mention anyone by name, but. Mm-hmm where you know you saw something in one industry for, with one of your customers and then you had a similar problem elsewhere when you went on your next engagement and you were able to apply what you learned from that previous engagement can you think of someone or a particular engagement that really resonated with you mm-hmm. i think that might be the first question that you're going to stop me with today because i can't <laughs> think of anything right now <laughs> um let me see well, here. Is there is there a customer? Well, let me rephrase this. Was was there ever a customer um, that that you helped in such a way that you know it really it stayed with you because they came from doing something so manual, like you know, literally pushing paper as I uh, literally pushing paper, and then you know you came in with the entire service now team and now they don't have to actually push paper anymore. <laughs> it's like it's all done through a workflow or multiple workflows. Can you think of an example like that where somebody, you know, really was was doing something very, very manual and somehow through your efforts and the efforts of the entire team, that process became so much easier. Yeah, so there's one that I'm thinking of that that resonates with me and resonates with a customer that we did for um, uh, uh, in the uh, food manufacturing industry mm-hmm. um, around their HR implementation. Yeah, uh, and I guess a little bit of further background my past, like I've, I've done, I've worked in across. Right now, I focus on customer and 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 uh, industry workflows, but I've done IT workflows and also employee workflows as yeah. well. So um, the one that resonates with me that's sticking out to me right now is, is, is an implementation we did uh, for a, an, an HR mm-hmm. uh, organization in the food food manufacturer uh, industry. And, um, you know, they had very uh, old archaic process where it literally was if you needed, you know, access to a system or um, even if it's simple as you know changing your your payroll bank account or your ad your personal address, 
you had to fill out a form, like a paper form that you have to go down to the, the IT floor, sorry, the oh HR God. floor, I apologize, <laughs> the HR floor, pick up, you know, they have these stands where you have all these sheets and you have to go pick one up and then fill it out and then drop it into this little, like, almost like a suggestion box where someone <laughs> pulls it out, right? And then looks at each one and says, oh, okay, like this goes to the payroll team and this mm-hmm. one goes to the core HR team and this goes to the benefits team, right? And so that was how they they operated, honestly, right? And and, and you can see how that, you know, the, how long it takes for someone to, to do something as simple as changing their address or, um, or even their bank account, right? Their right. payroll bank account, right? And so uh, to bring service now to them and be able to show them the digital workflows behind that, as simple as creating a, a catalog item, right? Uh, on on the on the on their their HR portal, um, and and building the self service model, right? Where they can they can users or employees can go in and be like, hey, I have a request to change my um, my my uh, my personal address. They can type in what they want and all that got automatically triaged. There's no person that pulls a a, a, a bunch of paper out of a mm-hmm. suggestion box right. and decides right. where it goes. It done it's all done automatically and it routes it directly to the the team, right? The team yeah. that does that work, the core team. And um, they fulfill it, right? And you know, it got to a point where we started a journey with this customer, right? At first, let's move away from all the paper, right? Let's try to digitize some of these workflows. And we start off small where it was just a simple request that goes to a team. They get a task to go in and update the personal address of the payroll bank account, right? Um, it got to a point where we were able to further integrate, right? Uh, from with ServiceNow as they matured ServiceNow into their core HR systems to be able to um, have the employee now go, I want to change my address. They type in the new address, hit submit, and boom, there's an integration that goes directly into the core HR system that does it automatically, right? And yeah. so that was like a couple of years of, well, not a couple of years, but you know, it, it took a while for for them to get to literal paper into a suggestion box to, wow, I'm an employee that can just type something into a system and that's it, you know, yeah. and, and it, it updates real time. And I don't have mm-hmm. to talk to anyone. I have to wait, you know, two weeks or a week for whatever it was to turn around that request. It was, it was on the spot. Right. And, and that effectively changed the employee experience. Right. And, and, Absolutely. and, and yeah. made it so much simpler and made it so much faster, you know, especially when it comes to things like payroll, right? You're like, oh, well, I just got a new bank account. I'm going to submit my, I need to change my bank account. And, you know, if it takes two weeks to, 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 to change, um, you know, you're, you're, if you're getting paid bi-weekly, you might miss a paycheck, right? Exactly. Or your paycheck goes to the wrong place, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. those are the things that employees no longer need to be concerned about anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they, they were able to just do things like that, transactional things, activities in real time or close to real time, right. As as possible. And it really has changed the way that um, the employees viewed their HR business, right. Their HR business unit, because now it's become more self-service it's become more effective and, and that allows the HR business partners and folks like that to, to focus on higher value activity, right. They can, right. So 
uh, instead of <laughs> pulling paper out of a suggestion box, right? That sounds really archaic and yeah. and prone to uh, problems, right? Absolutely. I mean, can you imagine if it lands in the wrong box, right? Um, plus, there's also the the issue of privacy, right? You don't necessarily mm-hmm. want all, all this information to be um, falling under in the wrong hands, right? Absolutely. Um, so that that's a great story. I, I like that. It it highlights how much we can do with our workflows, right? That we take for granted being ServiceNow employees, where a lot of things here are automated. We can certainly change our own personal addresses on on our portal, but uh, other companies may not have that luxury just yet. So mm-hmm. uh, thanks for highlighting that example. Um, so what, you know, I can hear in your voice that you really enjoy the conversations with our customers. Besides that, what motivates you to do what you do for our customers? When it boils down to it, um, I love being able to effectively change the way people work and make their lives better, right? Like really, if it comes down to what makes me tick, that's what I'd say, Mm -hmm. right? It's just like, how can I use technology to help people, make people's lives better? Um, Whether it's through organizations, which I'm doing now, right? And working with them to help transform their business to make things more efficient, make things more optimized. And, 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 and so they can see the time to value of, of service now, uh, but also change the way that people work in general, make, you know, that whole thing. Now, now Sue from HR doesn't have to go pull paper out of a box and triage that she doesn't have to do that anymore. Right. right. That takes yeah. that away from her and she can focus on other things. Right. Right. And so, you know, that, that, that to me, it, fulfills me, right? Like stuff like that fulfills me and, and allows me to, to, to uh, keep going and, and see what else I can do in terms of automation. Right. And, and as we, as we enter into the world of generative AI, think about that, all the applications that we could do now, like, you know, some of the workflow stuff, the digitization, digitization of the workflows that we've been doing, how can we use that to make it, to take it to another level? Right. And so um, it's, it's very exciting. Um, and, and that's what motivates me to keep going, right? It's just, how can I make things better? How can I, how do I, understand, how can I understand how you tick and how you work and how can I use technology to make it better and more efficient and faster? Right. I like that. Um, I mean, that's what we're in the business of, right? We're trying to make the work better for everybody and, and life in general easier, right? With our workflows. So, um I'm glad to hear this. You you mentioned that you had a technical background. Do you still get to use some of that uh, in your current job? Absolutely. So yeah, you do. Okay. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think that the tech, having, I'll be honest with you, having the uh, well, at least I feel having the, te- the 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 technical background as a BPC, even though you know, we're typically more of on the functional side, right? Mm-hmm. The business side of the fence. Having that technical background allows me to, um, when I'm, at least when I'm solutioning and things like that, I know what the, the, the now platform is capable of doing. Right. So it's, it's, it helps me to not only one, understand the business requirements that the customer is giving me, but also being like, okay, well, 
we can't do that, right? Because mm-hmm. now, now platform doesn't allow to allow us to do that. Or right. we can do that. Or hey, there is a better way to do this using the now platform, right? And so that gives me a, a very strong advantage as a BPC to have that kind of background uh, and and uh, be able to understand the system constraints, what it can't do, what it can do, and 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 be able to offer different solutions or different uh, ideas of how we can solve problems, right? By having that, that background. So it definitely helps. That totally makes sense. Well, Tony, I've taken up a lot of your time already today. So I really appreciate you making the time for me and for the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate uh, you know, being here and being able to share my story and talking a little bit more about what expert services does and, and sharing, uh, you know, talking about what, what a BPC does as well. It's, uh, we play a very critical role in, a, in any project and, and, um, very happy to be able to talk about that today. So thank you for having me. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris, and this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.